Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 213. Fear is why we have too much stuff by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back if you're a long-time listener or if you're binge listening. That's one of my favorite things to hear when someone emails and says that they listened from the beginning and have already caught up 200 episodes. It's pretty amazing. Even if this project loses money every month, I can't stop after I get an email like that. Or when my friend tells me that he was talking to someone and they were a listener of the show randomly, I'm like, what? Well, I guess I'm gonna have to do another 50 episodes because clearly something's working. I'll dig into my savings account to make this happen for as long as I physically can. On that note, I did put up a how to help page on my site, oldpodcast.com, so if you want to help in a variety of ways, I list out some there. And I should keep this minimal since it's Minimalist Monday, so let's get to the reading and start optimizing your life. Fear is Why We Have Too Much Stuff by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net While we might want to get out from under the mountain of possessions we have and have all the best intentions of simplifying our lives, The truth is that we continue to have too much stuff. Part of that is laziness, an attitude of I'll get to it later, but the real driving force behind our too much stuff-itis is fear. Fear is what causes us to buy things we don't really need. Fear keeps us holding onto stuff we don't need. Consider, number one, you pack too much stuff when you travel and have a garage full of stuff just in case you might need it. This is a fear that you might need something and not have it. It's fear of lack of safety and certainty. Number two, you buy a lot of things for an upcoming event or trip because you don't know what you might need. Your fear is that you'll be unprepared. Again, it's fear of lack of safety and certainty. Number three, you hold on to things you don't use anymore because you might need it someday. You probably won't, but you're really not sure. Again, it's fear of lack of safety and certainty. Number four, you keep books and other aspirational items, guitar you never learned, elliptical machine you don't use, because you hope you'll get to them someday and letting go seems like a loss of hope. You fear not being the person you want to be. This is a fear of not being good enough as you are. Number five, you hold on to sentimental items because you don't want to lose the memories or because it means a lot. Really, you're afraid you will lose the love or relationship that these items represent. Grandpa's jacket represents your loving relationship with them. You fear the loss of love. This is a fear that the love you have now is not good enough. Number six, you don't want to get rid of things because you paid a lot for them and you fear that letting go would be a waste. Actually, if you're not using them, it's a waste to keep them. It's hard to say what the fear is here, but you likely fear that if the original purchase was a mistake, things might not turn out well in the future. This is a fear that the present moment won't turn out okay, or again, a fear of uncertainty. Number seven, you keep a lot of clothes or similar items because they're a means of self-expression for you and getting rid of many of those clothes would feel like you're limiting your means of self-expression. 
You fear not having those options, not having the ability to be who you want to be. This is a fear that you're not good enough as you are without those items. I could go on, but nearly all our possessions that aren't absolute necessities, shelter, a bed, very minimal clothing, food, personal hygiene stuff, etc., are bought and kept because of fears. We want these items to comfort us, to help us cope with fears and anxieties, to help us feel prepared and more secure, to help us feel that we'll be okay, to help us feel more certain about the future. And of course, these items don't actually do any of these things. We hope they will, but they never do. We never have more certainty about the future, and we continue to want more things to cope with fears that we're not good enough, that things won't turn out okay, and so on. The cycle doesn't end. So what's the solution? A better way to cope with fears. If we could find a different way of coping with these fears and anxieties, we wouldn't need the stuff. We could pause before buying something out of fear and decide not to buy it. We could finally get rid of much of the stuff we have lying around taking up space and mental energy. We could downsize and live a more minimalist life. So what's another way to cope with these fears? Try this. Number one, first notice that you have fear. Notice that you're being motivated out of fear. Notice that there's some anxiety, some worry about uncertainty or insecurity, some desire for comfort. Number two, stay with the fear. Our tendency is to run away from the fear, to try to seek comfort by buying something or eating comfort food or doing something relaxing. Running from the fear is what causes many of our problems. Stay, sit still, face the fear, breathe. Find the courage to go to the places we're afraid of. Number three, smile at the fear. Face this fear and smile at it. It is just a scared child inside you, nothing to run from, nothing to be upset about. It's perfectly okay, perfectly natural for fears to arise in us. Accept this fear in front of you and smile at it. This smiling dissipates much of its power. Number four, develop a friendliness with it. Be open and curious about your fear. See how it feels in your body. What is its quality? Investigate it with friendliness. Get to know it like a new friend. Once you really learn what this fear feels like, really become unconditionally friendly with it, you begin to trust that you'll be okay, that it will float away eventually like a cloud in the wide open expanse of the sky of your mind. Friends with this fear, you can now decide how to act unencumbered by the need to alleviate the fear with possessions. You can close the tab with your favorite online shopping site. You can put it on a 30-day list to look at later when the urge has faded and the fear is no longer with you. You can let go of the possessions you do have, finally freeing yourself of this burden. And in the end, you'll find that you're perfectly okay as you are without needing to change, without needing anything to express who you are or improve you. And that's worth more than all the possessions in the world. You just listened to the post titled Fear is Why We Have Too Much Stuff by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. That was pretty deep. And a take on minimalism that I don't remember hearing before. Hopefully you found it inspiring like I did. I talked a lot in the intro about how little wins help keep me motivated and those wins are because of you. Simply listening or writing in to me or talking to other people about the podcast. That's what makes me think this is something worth continuing. If everyone listening was a passive listener, there's no way this podcast would have lasted 213 episodes. And that's not to guilt you into being super active or reaching out because if everyone emailed me today, that'd be really difficult to get through. But if something helped you or you just wanna share something big or small with me and you think it'll brighten my day, I totally welcome that. And I want you to know that it affects this show. You affect it with your positivity, your kind words. And if you've made a contribution, that's a gigantic help too. I do have a little page up on my site. It says how to help at the top and you can get some ideas of how to show support, financial or otherwise. So if you wanna check that out, just visit oldpodcast.com. But even if you choose to be a passive listener, I completely get that because that's how I am for the majority of podcasts I listen to. And I want you to know that I really appreciate you simply listening. And if you ever wanna get in touch, I'm here for you as your old friend. I have no idea where this is all coming from, just feeling it today. So have a great start to your week. And I'll be back tomorrow with a brand new author to join the show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together will optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.